You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. Now it's time for a view on Japan with Nick Smith, Japan strategist at CLSA. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Jen. Well, thanks very much for joining us. Let's start with the June GDP growth, which shocked the markets at 6%. What were the key drivers of this higher than expected amount? And why do you think it shocked most economists? I think the, uh, the prime reason why it shocked economists is they're absolutely not used to tourism moving the needle. So it took decades to, uh, to get up, um, uh, tourism up to 0.8% of GDP with the uh, COVID that dropped to nothing and, uh, um, and it's snapping back to old levels in, in months, not years. Um, and so a lot of people forget uh, that uh, tourism is booked as a, uh, as a uh, service export. Um, and, but that's the way it is. So that, I think, is the, the primary reason why, um, why it came in so much more than expected. Now, of course, Looking forward, you just had an uh, announcement on the, what, the 10th of August that uh, the Chinese will free up to allow their people to um, uh, to visit Japan in, in group tours. And that will add um, over time uh, extra to this because, of course, uh, Chinese were uh, 30% of footfall and 40% of, uh, of spending. Surprising, but they, they spend the capital a lot more in, uh, in Japan than, uh, than these poor places like, uh, like the US and, uh, yeah. and Europe. <clears throat> That's that's very interesting. So with the trend continuing upwards in tourism, as you say, the, there'll be many more tourists from the mainland visiting uh, Japan. So um, what do you think the future growth will be? Do you think it'll continue topping 6%? It's on an upward trajectory? I don't think there's anyone that thinks that, um, that Japan will continue growing at, uh, at 6%. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, just in the same way as I don't think anyone believes that uh, that China will keep it uh, at five percent, but um, this year. But um, no, I think the uh, the rate's going to drop off. But what it reminds us is uh, that, however much you're worried about growth overseas, um, the, there are um, a number of reasons for Japan being uh, stronger on the uh, the domestic side, which we're not very used to. Used to, are we? Of course, usually it's the, the exports that are important, but uh, uh, there is more to come there. Okay. Well, keeping on the positive news with Japan, June quarter earnings hit a new all time high and comfortably beat consensus. Do you see this continuing? Well, I think uh, Japan's on quite a roll there. Um, obviously, there are a lot of people who, who ask the question, um, I, I think so good they can't get any better. Um, and I think. Um, 30 seconds just looking at uh, the uh, the operating profit margins of Japanese companies saying, no, it's a lousy. Uh, they have to get a lot better. Um, absolutely not. They're not uh, so good they can't get any better. So there is a, uh, there's been a 10-year uh, a um, trend of improving conditions in, in Japan from the uh, from the dawn of Abe onward. Um, I think um, the primary driver of beats in, in this quarter has been um, autos, which is getting past... Um, supply chain bottlenecks, um, but also uh, improving uh, bank profitability. Um, the uh, the BOJ is just not um, uh, pushing the, uh, the bank's head underwater in the way that it had been for, for so long. And I think both of those are, are trends that will uh, continue for a while. Okay. Well, 
I do like to look to science and make scientific decisions. So I've been looking at the Economist's Big Mac Index, which is saying the <laughs> Japanese yen is undervalued by 43.2% at the moment. What are your thoughts on the value of the yen and which direction do you see it heading? Well, that wouldn't have been the uh, the indicator that I'd have chosen, but I think oh. um, a number of indicators suggest that the, uh, the yen's uh, a lot cheaper than, say, uh, PPB suggests it should be. But um, I think that the primary point is, um, for the last few years, uh, the yen has moved absolutely in lockstep with the uh, the real yield differential between Japan and the US. And of course, on the 28th of July, the OJ uh, freed up uh, rates to rise a bit, uh, but rates have been rising a lot more in the uh, the US. So I, I'd guess that we're at a uh, point of, uh, of maximum strain at the moment, that, um, yeah. that through the tail end of the year that uh, Japan will be allowing uh, rates to, um, to pick up a bit more. Uh, the uh, the question is how much the, the Fed's going to raise rates, but I thought reasonably early into uh, to next year we'll see the uh, the Fed cutting rates. So I would have thought that the yen will be um, treading water for a while and then um, strengthening after that. Yeah, there's been lots written about the yen, actually. There's Mr. Yen who's been making his predictions too. Anyway, I want to let the economists know and ask them does it make any difference if I take the pickle out? So I'll follow up on that one and let everybody know. Anyway, obviously joking there, and I, I know the Big Mac Index isn't exact science, but I do find it a very um, interesting thing to follow, actually. Anyway, Japan is making final arrangements to begin discharging treated radioactive water from the Fukushima nuclear plant as early as Thursday, a government thought has said. Now, these waters are getting a lot of negative publicity for Japan. Do you think the reaction could be big enough to adversely impact the economy at all? Yeah, I mean, obviously the arguments wouldn't fool a child. Now, um, as you may know, I'm a, uh, a new physicist by, uh, by training, so I just look at these numbers and say, this is ridiculous. You're talking about yeah. uh, 22 terabyte rolls that Japan's saying is its ceiling. Um, China, uh, from its Yangjiang plant, was, was kicking out uh, about 120 uh, the year before last. Hmm. But everything in the world is, is uh, dwarfed by France's La Hague plant, which, um, which is you know, the, the skunk of global um, nuclear power at 11,400. So, uh, which they're kicking out into the um, into the English Channel. So it's not just interesting. Yeah. they're kicking out into the uh, the English Channel. Um, uh, but I think uh, the coverage of this kind of thing in the media has always been bad. I always remember um, uh, Professor Geraldine Thomas, the top uh, cancer specialist from the UK, out here saying saying to the press club, "I'm embarrassed on your behalf <laughs> about the low quality of, of journalism about." Um, Fukushima, you said it was the same as Chernobyl. It's only a few percent of Chernobyl. And that's what's going on here is, is that um, clickbait comments are, uh, are trying to criticise Japan for, uh, for a small discharge that is, is actually not terribly dangerous. And now I suppose the personal experience I have in conditions like this is, uh, is enjoying one of the best weeks of my life in, um, in Bikini Atoll where, uh, where there are 23 nuclear tests. Yeah. Well, this is so interesting. I wasn't expecting to speak to a nuclear scientist about this. So that's very eye-opening. So all these other plants and countries, I think you mentioned La Havre as being um, a, a very dangerous one. Now, that, that's something you don't read about, but there's so much sensationalism about uh, the Fukushima water. 
there is a lot of sensation. So you know, the numbers that are being used, it's been, you see it in the paper and it says uh, 22 trillion uh, backrails. And you say, oh, that's a big number. And you say, well, yeah. big compared to what? Um, but obviously the other thing that uh, everyone forgets is um, that off the, uh, the Japanese coast is the world's second largest ocean current. So you've got the Gulf Stream that goes from uh, US to the UK, but, um, but the uh, Kurosio past um, uh, straight past Kushima, it's, okay. it's just sitting yeah. there on the doorstep and it, it washes it away. And um, in the big scheme of things, we're talking tiny numbers. That isn't so. the case in the English Channel, of course. <clears throat> That, that that's great to put everything into comparison there but i just want to end on and you've got 15 seconds to answer i'm afraid what sectors in japan are looking the most and least appealing currently what would you say is the number one and the least well i'm still very interested in the banks i think there's uh, a lot of potential for the boj to uh, to take off pressure still there uh, i like the uh, the areas of um, that are affected by uh, tourism and by the uh, the labor shortage uh, concerns well i think there's some concern that um, that some of the tech areas have got um too got big. overstretched but yeah uh, but they're not behaving like that okay nick smith japan strategist at clsa thank you for joining us and sharing us your insights